All right, all right, all right. How's everyone doing? Thank you so much for tuning in to Back to Your Story, podcast about real people and real stories. This is story number 31. Today I had on the amazing Amanda Sinks. She is a young director, activist, and the founder of Film Cream Productions. Let me say that again, Film Queen Productions. Uh, it's really cool to see what the younger generation is doing. I, uh, I could not imagine myself at uh, 25, 26 years old doing some of the things that she's doing. So uh, yeah, well, it was a real honor to have her on the podcast. And without further ado, here is the story of Amanda Sinks. From the land of mystery where dreams become reality always listening to stories from the past the present and the future this is back to your story here we go are you sure I mean, like... Are you sure? Mama didn't raise no bitch. Mama didn't raise no bitch! I like that. That looks like a good introduction. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Jesus. I want to thank you so much for coming on Thank you for having me. You're welcome so much. Um, For the people just tuning in right now, listening, like they're not listening right now, but when they're eventually listening, um, why don't you do a brief introduction? All right. Well, I am Amanda Sinks. I am a filmmaker, student... Soon to be director, um, soon to be Academy Award winner. Ooh. But uh, yeah, I've just been born and raised here in Santa Clarita, making a documentary about the racism in the city. So that's yeah. kind of my project right now. And just, you know, at homeschool with uh, the laptop, doing everything through Zoom yeah. during this quarantine. Yeah, that's uh, two, two, two points I want to talk about uh, for sure. The, you know, the documentary and then Zoom. So let's start off with Zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh how is that? Because I, you know, I could not imagine having to go to school uh, online. I mean, I know when I'm at home and if I have work, um, I don't really want to fucking do it. You yeah, know? No, it's, it's kind of crazy right now. I'm luckily getting like my general done. Yeah. So I honestly like it because then I can I had class at eight in the morning this morning and I woke up at 740. I rolled over, grabbed my <laughs> laptop and plopped it on my bed and just turned yeah. my video off. So that's nice. Yes. Yeah. And I, it's math. And I just <laughs> would rather not deal with that. So yes. Yeah. It's nice um, having that general ed. But once I I've been lucky to push off all my general ed for this and then hopefully I won't have to do any of my production classes like I can wait to do that when we get back from uh, quarantine, but we're running out of general ed classes, oh. so I don't know what I'm going to do next month. Ah, that's so nuts. Yeah. I mean, to to think being in your position or like so many kids out there, mm-hmm. um, it's it's so strange. Like I was telling you before the podcast is like I'm a hairstylist, right? And there are leading schools out there that um, are doing hair, you know, hair school, cosmetology yeah. school mm-hmm. online. Yeah. Right. That's what the. F- Bonk. Did you need X amount of hours to yes. like hold scissors? Yes, yeah, yes, it's, it's fucking bonkers. Yeah. I, I I don't get it. And so it's like, what is the um what what's what's the end result? I mean, how much longer do you think that we're going to be going through this? I don't know. I just keep thinking I want half my tuition back since <laughs> <laughs> I'm not physically there holding the cameras yeah, anymore. But we'll see. Hopefully, it, they said next month is going to be online again, and then they think August is going to be more production, and they're putting. Like um, the thesis um, students and like the advanced cine, you know, advanced directing, all those people are going to go 
um, back and it'll be limited and, you know, classes okay. weren't huge anyways to begin with. It's cause you know, it's kind of like a trade school sure. kind of a thing. Um, so it's, I think it won't be too bad for us, but I just feel bad for the kids like at the universities that have like all this money and tuition and they just like are stuck there yeah. and like they can't physically go to the class and they're paying a lot of money. A lot, a lot, so, so much yeah. money. I mean, already a ongoing issue um, in America, especially is like kids taking on student loans at such mm-hmm. a young age. It's mm-hmm. like, how the fuck do we think uh, that at 18 years old, this kid uh, is even eligible to decide what he or she Mm -hmm. uh, wants to do for the rest of their life. But on top of that, stack up tens of thousands of dollars worth of debt. And I'm not talking about like scientists, doctors, you know, things that really make sense, but like a social media major, like spending, you know, $40,000 a year to go to, you know, whatever school, fill in the blank. Um, Learning from a teacher that doesn't even have a social media yeah. account or a very small one. Right. Um, so it just, it's really, really mind boggling. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for you, was this always though, kind of to bring it back? It's like, was this always something that you wanted to do? Um, I don't, I couldn't figure that out. Honestly, I went to COC right after high school. I graduated 2012. I went to COC. I took the film, uh, classes there. There wasn't a lot. Yeah. Um, so it, I kind of just like fizzled out and I was just bullshitting, working at toppers, <laughs> not caring. And then just honestly, I got this email from, uh, like a, what are they called? They're the people that they're like the advertising people that like try to get you to come in and show you the tour. Of the oh, um, I can't um, the name of those. uh, do you know? All right. All right. We'll all right. He's going to find out. Okay, he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll so come he, yeah. I got an email saying like, Oh, Hey, did you still want to tour the school? And I was like, I don't remember signing up for this, but fuck it. Let's go look at the school. Like I'm not doing anything else with my (laughs) life. So I went and I was like, Oh yeah, I want to be here. Like, I just want to do this. And then I just kind of impulsively signed up. Like I applied for the school. I got some grants. I got some, uh, scholarships going for the first few years. So I didn't have a lot of money. Um, I didn't have to pay for a lot of the first year. I finally have been getting now the student debt racked up, but it's not a lot. It's only like 20 grand, which isn't too bad. That's still money. It's it's money, but it's not as bad as, you know, $200,000. Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 not not a problem. Um, uh, and so you just got sucked in. Yeah, I just did it. And then I just, ever since I've been there, like I just I don't know I like I mean I just feel perfect there like everything fits I feel like I'm and then I honestly I was supposed to be taking a documentary class these last last month and this month but since COVID came it's been pushed back but it's kind of funny that like I would be taking a documentary class and now I'm working on this documentary at home so I'm and I'm gonna be taking the documentary class eventually once things go back so I'm just like wow, everything's fitting into place. I just feel like every time I take a class there, it has to do with one of the stories I want to write, something I want to make, a project I want to work on, something I'm thinking about my career future on. So I was just like, it's insane how well, like my life has mushed with the school and like how I feel like everything's fallen in the right place. And you know, I'll be, I'll be off on my way as soon as I graduate. That is so cool. It's like you go through your life on, and when something works and it fits, and it fits really well, I mean, more of the pieces of the puzzle then start to come together. Mm-hmm. It's like y- y- we go through life trying to figure out what we want to do or what we don't want to do. Um, but when you're passionate about something that you didn't even know that you were even passionate about, 
then all of this stuff starts to happen. It's yep. just like fucking amazing, yeah, right? It's great when everything like just feels like you're in the right spot. Exactly. Not a lot of people feel like that. No, no. And this is the problem with America and, and the world. You know, I bet not the only problem, right? Um, but it's, it's a major problem. I mean, we only have one chance at yep. this life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes by a fucking blink of an eye. My wife and I constantly talk like the day's over, the day's over, the day's over. It's like, where the fuck did today go? Yeah. Right. It's ridiculous. It's, it's nuts. And, and to then go through life, um, to, to be, uh, broke this, that, or the other, mm-hmm. uh, not to do what you love or find a passion, um, have a terrible fucking family, like all the decks, uh, pushed against you. Mm-hmm. That sucks. I feel terrible for those people, but there are people out there that, um, are, are, are fortunate enough. Right. Um, and, and I don't want to say kudos to you, but at 26 years old to be able to find something, um, at a young age, it, uh, reminds me a lot of like myself, you know, finding hair and then everything else that brought into place. We wouldn't be here right now. Mm -hmm. Right. I wouldn't be doing this fucking podcast. Right. It's just, it's just nuts. Um, but then to kind of bring it back to your story, right. It's like, how did the documentary come about? Like, what just, was that? We've been doing protests. Like, I remember, you know, after George Floyd, George Floyd happened, I was just like, all right, well, we had a ton of protesters out to get up, like, to go open up the shops again in Santa Clarita. Yeah. And I was like, but no one is talking about, like, oppression and police brutality and, yeah. like, what's going wrong with our government. And, like, I've had a long long like I love documentaries I I don't necessarily like making them that much like I do I'm really excited about the one I'm making but I have so many documentaries on my wish list and my Netflix like my (laughs) list to watch because you just learn so much about things that you never thought you would know about and it's like super easy you don't have to do you don't have to do anything you don't have to do any work to find out what's coming and so I just like I've watched so many documentaries about like you know um like all the corruption and like dirty money that documentary series is really good you know um they talked about like the gold um how they funnel in gold through the banks and it's dirty, like they're literally dirty money. And then like we're cutting down the rainforest to get gold. And then Donald Trump and his, and his stepson or his son-in-law, sorry. And all that bullshit. So it's just like, I've always seen all the corruptions happening and it's all linked together. You know, like we're in bed, government's in bed with, um, corporations. We're in bed with the drug companies. They get paid off. We just actually had an LA city council member get arrested today for um, like getting paid off by tons of companies so that he could make sure certain projects get um, greenlit and other ones got like burnt out. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. So I've just like always had my eye on things that I think are going wrong. And I never really thought it was happening in SCV. I thought SCV was just like, you know, we're all kind of just sweep it on the rug. Don't talk about it. Look the other way. Always. That's how, I, that's how I was raised. And then, when no one came out to protest, I just took my picket set, my picket sign. I was like, all right, I'm just going to be on the corner by myself protesting. <sighs> and I was. And then the Friday protest happened. And then after that, we had the big week where Thursday yeah. protest. And then Friday, I organized. And we talked to City Hall. And we, like, did all these things at City Hall where we were talking to them. And then to see that they brought the National Guard on us. Ah, that's fucking bullshit. It was ridiculous. Yes. I was like. Felt like criminals. And they're just like, they're like, oh, we got, we got all the like Airbnbs were bought out. And like all these like people are getting bused to Santa Clarita. I was like, first off, if anyone wants to get bused anywhere to protest, we would be getting bused to LA. Yes, I was like, course, it would not be but up that, here. Fuck that. I, that was like, such bullshit when I was hearing that. It did not make any sense. And I was like, and then I'm pretty sure, I don't, I'm not sure how cited this is, but I'm pretty sure I saw that there was Facebook groups 
like white supremacy Facebook books that made up that people were getting bussed in. And I was just like, well, I'm not surprised. Like Facebook is the reason yes. why, you know, Russia got into our general election. They also yeah. make all these fake ads and all these fake news stories. That's another documentary series you can watch about <laughs> is that they had all these fake news comes, uh, come in and like turn how people think about um, certain politicians and how they think certain props are going to be. And yes. it totally just fake news is everything. And then um, that's where I honestly think Donald Trump got the, term fake news is because he implored yes. it himself yeah, for sure so definitely I just, coined that word yeah he definitely <laughs> coined it and i think it's from personal experience and why he coined yeah. it and then i just like saw all this bullshit and then like everything that happened with santa clarita and then they had their city council meeting not the one tonight but the one last the last two weeks ago and she was mclean marcia mclean was like no one thinks Santa Clarita is racist. Santa Clarita is like perfect. Are you yeah, she said a lot of bullshit. That's like a, <laughs> everywhere is racist. Yeah. Like there's not one place that's not racist. I mean, there's racism everywhere, yeah. right? That, not meaning that everyone is racist, racist right? But, but there are racist people yeah. everywhere. There are anti-Semitic people yeah. mm-hmm. everywhere. There are good people everywhere. Yeah. To say that there are no racists in exactly. Santa Clarita is a crock of shit. Yeah. And then the whole story about bussing people in, uh, obviously fake news, right? Mm -hmm. And on top of that, um, it was just to stir up the pot and make people scared, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's like, I I heard from so many, you know, elderly people. um, I don't want to say elderly. I'm not trying to age, uh, (laughs) uh, whatever. Um, The the point is, is like these things that are happening um, and then you have the armed guard or the national guard Mm -hmm. come in over some Facebook group or someone putting out a word. Mm -hmm. It's just fucking crazy. You were able to get, I don't know, thousands of people out there uh, to come and stand up for something that needs to be spoken about, needs to be talked about. We need to face it. Uh, Absolutely. And so it's like, ah, fuck, I'm I'm so mad because uh, I'm going to go to this one thing, right? Uh, The whole black lives matter, all lives matter thing, right? Um, Why don't people out there understand when you say all lives matter, what that means uh, to the movement of black lives matter. Like what the fuck? Like the, the, I forgot who said it, it was like, if, if, a, if a house was burning, right. Yep. If the house was on fucking fire, would you go and put water on the houses around it? Yeah. Um, maybe a little bit on the other ones, yeah. but like everything, all all, all, no, <laughs> no, it, it's, it's this one thing that needs to be taken care yeah. of. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so when people say all lives matter, which was a direct correlation of black lives matter, cause it mm-hmm. would have never came out. They were not saying the word all lives matter. Yeah. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but I totally believe that it was stemmed from that. Uh, just all of these things that are happening. It's like, we have, we have to wake up. Yeah. And it's not like they're saying black lives matter more. Yes. No, they're just saying black lives matter. Yes, they do. <laughs> Just they do. Matter. They do. And I can't, I don't understand because I'm not black, right? Yeah. You don't understand because I'm not black. Yep. But we can empathize. Um, exactly. Yeah. Good word, right? Mm-hmm. We can empathize and then we can uh, do things yeah. to stand up and make a difference. And then once, once black t- people are treated nicely with respect and not shot in the back, then we can say all lives matter. For sure. You know, once, once you prove that a black life is important, yeah. then you can say, okay. Now we all matter because obviously we don't because it's been the same bullshit since like even in Santa Clarita, we've had KKK rallies in the 60s. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I have newspaper articles about it. They're, it's going to be in the documentary. I have so much shit on how Santa Clarita has had like even in the 80s. I think it was 89. 
I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was 88, 89. There was a black couple, um, a black family that moved in and they received a burning cross on their lawn. That was their welcome present to Santa Clarita. Are you fucking serious? And I was like, this happened in our hometown. I, I told my dad about it. He was like, oh, I never heard about that. I was like, yeah, no one's heard, never no. heard about that because it's been swept under the rug. Of course. And like, that's exactly what made me want to make this is after seeing what the city council member said, them staying quiet. They say Santa Clarita is not bad. This never, this shit doesn't happen here. Blah, blah, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I was like, all right, I'm going to just shit on your parade and make everything that you guys say not happening in light now. So, 100%. and I'm bringing it back to the sixties. I'm going to try to get anyone that was around SCV in the sixties. Talk to me about what happened. Even if you were an ex, like an, a closeted old racist. Yeah. You want to talk about it. That's what this is documentary is here for. So I'm trying to get everyone and anyone to talk to me about it. That's amazing. That that really is amazing. If you find any information on that, let me know. Yeah. Um, Daniel, um, that, that being said, uh, for, for you, um, being white, right. Mm -hmm. Um, how is it perceived? Like, you know, putting together that rally, uh, have people said anything? I mean, not negative. A lot of my friends were just like, make sure people of color were being heard. I was like, obviously this is, it's, well, I'm just going to talk about, like I literally brought up more issues about Bob Keller. I talked about, um, you know, I pretty much threatened all of, I not threatened. I should say I challenged all of city council members telling them that we're coming for you. A change needs to start with replacing all of you. You guys have stayed silent. So I pretty much just like brought, awareness of the things that city council is doing wrong for yeah. our people of color and all the citizens of SCB. And then I also told like, Hey, my friend, me and Tori, we organized Friday, that Friday protest. And we said like, Hey, if anyone of color wants to talk, if anyone wants to say anything, like we're making speeches when we go to city hall, just let us know. So we can make sure we have like, at least somewhat organized. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, all it was. And I let, I let some people talk. I went and talked and told, talked about what I want to see the city council members do. And then, um, more people of color talked. We went to the sheriff station, more people talk. So it was definitely, we just kind of like, we said a few things. We let everybody else that want to have, it's like an open mic kind of yeah, thing. Of we course. let everybody talk about it. So it wasn't, you know, everyone with this movement with black lives matters is it's all love. It is. That's yeah. all they want is just love and respect and to honestly like treat everybody with just care and compassion yes. and empathy. And so yeah. that's what this movement's all about. And so I just don't get why we were on Thursday, that Thursday rally, why we were shown up with um, the guard, the national yeah, guard. Like I, that doesn't make any sense when we're all just like, I've never heard of a riot happening in Santa Clarita. No. I don't think I'll ever hear of a riot no. happening in no. Santa Clarita. I can't say ever, but I, it's so I doubt hard it. to believe. I, doubt it so what was that was it a just a force of muscle because there were other riots that had happened but there there were there were rallies everywhere yeah i don't know i just it's again you know them just wanting santa clarita to be a perfect little town of course keeping everything under the rug so it's uh it's it's it was scary mm -hmm. like it was really really scary and then to to see that you and, and you guys were the one to, to put this together. What, was it you and your friend? We put the Friday one together. I don't know who did Thursday. Like, that's what I had a problem with is, like, we were trying – because we were, like, a week before we were putting it together. Like, I told the um, – what is the hometown station um, here in Santa Clarita? It's, like, KTH. I can't remember the name of it. I don't know. I don't know. The news station? Yeah, it's it's um it's a little like news station in Santa Clarita. Yeah, it's not the signal, um, but it's a it, my friend David works there. But um, I you know I protested by myself, just saying like, where's all the people? 
Yeah, that KHTS. Okay. Um, I was protesting, and they came out and um, set, like took a statement from me, and I was like, I'll be back out here next Friday. And then that's when me and my friend Tori started making the protest and putting yeah. it together, like, hey, we should get a lot of people. We should make speeches. This is about telling, demanding what we want to change in City Hall, blah, blah, blah. And then we, like, Monday came around, Sunday came around, and we heard about this Thursday rally, and we we were I was like so busy on my phone. My boyfriend's like, Jesus Christ. Cause I was just like, who's putting this together? There's going to be like, apparently the national guard there. Like there's so much, like everyone's getting bust in. I don't believe this. I want to know who's in charge of this. Cause I know the people that put together the Saturday rally yeah. before that. So like, I know a lot of the people that are the activists in Santa Clarita. So I was like, who's doing this? And no one claimed it. No one claimed that they started this rally. So I honestly think it was just, a fake, that's what makes me believe that fake it is a news. fake news thing from someone that wants, you know, to s- stir up trouble, like the people that drive by with their American flag trucks yeah. and they stop and like rev their engine and flip us off and say like, all lives matter. It's like so those pathetic. are those are the people I think that like started it because no one claimed it. Even after the rally, no one claimed putting it together. No one said like, oh yeah, we organized this. Like, <sighs> so I think it was just totally fake. And the fact that Santa Clarita City Council reacted that way without any evidence and proof and knowledge like if they would have come out and talked to the community like hey that would have been amazing who's doing fucking this have yeah. the mayor come out mm-hmm. have fucking yeah. some people of city council come out Someone. why are all the fucking national guards that, like i know they have a job right and mm-hmm. i'm sure a lot of them probably didn't even want to fucking be there in yeah. the first place right um because i heard stories of like in washington dc when they brought them out and like there were like tons of people that mm-hmm. are part of the guard that said no i don't want to do this yeah i don't want to fucking do this right um but like even the cops, like they're yeah. just fucking being dicks, yeah. man. I saw a lot of they almost smiling. ran me over. Yeah, it was it's ridiculous. And then also city hall was canceled those two days. It just fucking like pathetic. Like, like speak wow. to the people. I was like, you guys are gonna close city hall and then hide behind. And then I think I'm pretty sure my friend told me that um, even the people that aren't like city council members weren't there, but the little people that ran, you know, city hall, yeah. the people that like. The runts, I would want to, yeah. like, they're not called runts. Like, <laughs> That's so fucked about, up. But, like, the smaller, you know, at the end of the pyramid, yes. <laughs> those people that have to run City Hall, they were all forced to be there, I think. But city council members weren't. But I could be wrong about that. Friday, for sure, they were working there. And just city council but members But why didn't they there. come out and say a message? Why did they bring all of those people out? And they could be like, well, because of all the riots happened. But... What the cops weren't enough, so you had to bring out the national. I know, guard? like you guys had everything you had lined. You had a, yeah, like, it's it, ridiculous. I, I seriously felt like it, it just was some other time mm-hmm. than 2020. I didn't get it when we showed up to to, to the protest. We're I, I, I've been to protests before, mm-hmm. right? I've never seen that in my entire life. And I didn't then, understand it, I, they, and they were just being assholes. And it was so funny that they they closed down the street. And so we marched down to, we were like, all right, well, the street's closed and this is safe for us. So we're going to march to um, the sheriff's station. And they were like, get off the street. And I'm like, you guys closed it yes, down. I yes. was like, we wouldn't be in the street if it wasn't closed. Yes, I yeah. was like, but you did that. And they kept on getting closer. Yeah. And like, well, especially in front of the sheriff's station, like mm-hmm. closer and closer mm-hmm. and closer. And like, it was, sketch. It was like, so, like, dude, why are you treating these people like criminals? This is one of the biggest reasons why we're protesting. Where people yeah. are protesting. Mm-hmm. It's like, you cannot continue to do this. Exactly. Right. And and this is to like, you know, this is to everyone with the protesters, right? But we obviously have a real problem yeah. against, uh, you know, the black Hispanics, uh, you know, Jewish people. Yeah, like, there's so you know many how fucking... many people I've heard, like, some, like, the testimonials I'm getting from people for this documentary, it's like, 
I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, how is this even yeah. happening here? Like, I grew up oblivious to it because of my color of my skin, and we now all, yeah. I'm hearing it. And I'm like, well, this is your platform. This is I'm gonna be using my white privilege to help you guys. Yes. Like, this is what I'm here for. Let's fucking do this. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people hate that word white privilege. Whatever. Right? It's a real thing. It's, it's a fucking real thing, right? If you it's, don't, if, like, if, if you don't understand it, then you're you're fucking. Ignorant. I'm sorry, you're ignorant, yeah, right? You're very it, ignorant. it doesn't mean that you are a bad uh, person. It's not saying no. anything about your your personality. It's just no. the truth. Like it, it is. It is the truth. It doesn't mean that you got a good deck of cards and that you have yeah. a good family or you know that money it has nothing to do with that. But there is systemic racism mm-hmm. in our country and all over the world. Yeah, and it's, it's also world. sexism too. Sexism oh is a big God. deal with yeah. all of it. So yeah. it's just like, you know, I'm I'm nervous about getting in the film industry because look how many fe- we only have one female nominated Oscar for Best Director, and it was about a fucking war movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh my God, it's so I'm so nervous to get in, but I'm just like, fuck it, let's do this. No, like, do do you think things are changing? Do you think that this time is going to be any different than the last time? Does it? Do you think? I mean, speaking from like speaking with your friends, speaking, mm-hmm. getting testimonials, do they feel that this could be different? Not that it's going to change everything, but that there are uh, real changes coming. Honestly, they are a little bit nervous to like, some people are nervous to come. Like I've asked like, oh, do you want to come and be on? Like they'd be like, oh, they messaged me because they heard that I was um, getting testimonials. And they're like, oh, this is my story. What happened? They just like tell me the story real quickly. I'm like, okay, do you want to be on camera? And they're like, no, I'm a little nervous about that. I'm like, I can make sure you're anonymous. You won't be seen. Like, but they're still nervous because they don't want to like taint. They don't want to make it even harder for themselves, you know, to Not come out and talk the truth. And it's just like when, what I'm hearing from Santa Clarita, when I listen to these city council meetings, they just keep denying it. Like they keep saying like, this isn't, this is wrong. Like, uh, Marsha got so defensive tonight. I was listening on my way over here and she was like, how dare you call us, um, ignorant and small minded. And like, she just got so offended by it. And I was like, you shouldn't, you should be listening to these kids. Like it's so many young people talking about it. And they're like saying that they're really offended and hurt by what Bob Keller said and did. And we want change. And you guys won't, he won't even apologize for what he said when he's like, I'm not racist. That was taken out of context. It's like, what did he say? He was like, I actually said that. Okay. Oh, you did. I did. I don't know if it's too late now. All right. Do you mind sending it uh, one more time? Yep. Send it again. No, you're okay. It's, it's just, he said like, if, I'm a, yeah, okay, you're ready. Okay, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're so fine. Sorry. I just so want to make sorry. sure you have it. No, no, yeah, yeah, defi- definitely. Um, this is when he originally said he was a proud racist. Mm-hmm. He He's was, like, if that makes me a racist, then I'm a proud racist. He said, if that makes me racist, I'm a proud racist. He also quoted a Teddy Roosevelt quote saying, one flag, one language. But I looked up that quote, and it's really taken out of context. Like, that part of it was bad, but if you read the whole thing earlier in the paragraph in that quote, he also talks about... Um, if a man wants to come to this country and fight for this country and live free, then we can't judge him and like treat him any differently than any man here. And then later he says one flag, one country. And I'm guessing it's because of the time he was in. But I think if he was in our time, he want, if he was like born yes, this yeah. time and he was leading and one of our leaders in this time, I don't think he would have said one flag, one country. He would have just been like a united, uh, a united country under one flag. Some yeah. Shit like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely so get that. So if you look at the whole quote, like Bob Keller, when people, when he gets all pissy that he, his shit was taken out of context, well, he took 
Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt's uh, shit out of context. For sure. And why the fuck are you saying you're a proud racist? Yeah, I don't... Under, like, like, I don't give a fuck what's out of context. Anything... Like, everything mm-hmm. that you said about, you know, Teddy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I could see. I definitely understand exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying. But when you say proud racist... To a as soon of, as that goes out of your mouth. As soon as that goes out of your mouth, it's fucking crazy, mm-hmm. right? It's fucking bonkers. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, no matter who you are. Oh, this is the quote? Yeah. All right. So, um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. From the Times. What the fuck did he say? Where did he say it? No apology from city council who called himself a proud racist. A no city apology. councilman in Santa Clarita doesn't plan on apologizing for shouting out that he is a proud racist during a recent anti-illegal immigration rally mm-hmm. in the suburban county community of Los Angeles County. Bob Keller, a 10-year councilman and two-time mayor, says his words were taken out of context. According to Los Angeles Times article from the Times, this councilman's words have ignited an angry war of words in suburban county uh, or community over whether the longtime civic leader is a hate monger who should be driven from office mm-hmm. or a patriot unafraid to speak out for fellow Americans. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, man. it's insane. And like, he's just like, even if those, even if you say proud racist, one, you should apologize immediately. You should, even if you were just saying something stupid one yeah. time, like we've all said stupid of shit. Of course. I get that. I say stupid shit all the time. I understand it. It's 100%. Fine. You're human. And, the, and Bill Miranda was like defending him. He's like, we're all human. And he, he gave this stupid speech today about the Amazing Grace song, and it's about forgiveness and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, he didn't even apologize. No. How can I forgive no. someone that doesn't want to be forgiven for, sure. for something he did? Like, he doesn't even want to forgive himself for what he did. Like, how do you expect us to forgive him for what he said? So it's just, like, so ridiculous that, like, they're like, you just want a pound of meat. You just want, like, flesh to, like, I was like. No. I was no. like, no, no, no. We want him to say sorry. We want him out of our office because we don't need anyone with that mentality and willing to say those things in power. None of those people should have power no. that say shit like but that. But the power starts at the top, right? You know, it's like uh, you have the president, mm-hmm. uh, Donald Trump, mm-hmm. uh, saying <laughs> the stupid things that he always says, uh, not wearing a mask, not mm-hmm. doing this, fucking mm-hmm. saying that, you know, he wishes uh, testing would slow down. Yeah, he's like, like we, won't, we, won't be, we won't grow in, t- in cases if we don't test. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Just shut the fuck up. Like, first off, why are you doing a 19,000-person 19, rally with, you know, only, I don't know, 12,000 people there? However, I mean, there was a lot of people that didn't show up. Yeah, and it was they, pretty funny. They could be like, oh, it's TikTok and all of that shit. No, you guys said you got rid of a million tickets. Um, or that's exactly what they said. And then on top of that, he was supposed to do a second, you know, appearance and they canceled that. So if all those seats were taken by, you know, uh, people that, uh, did it online or whatever, mm-hmm. wouldn't there be another speech because all those people are waiting to get inside? Yeah. Like, like then would they want their money back? Or of some course. Shit? I, I don't even know if he was selling. I don't fucking know. Right. The, the, but that's besides the point, but it starts at the top. So yep. it's like, you have all these, you know, congressmen, senators, councilmen, uh, and, and women, you know, saying these crazy things and not like they never said them before but i just feel well since he's become president it's okay and that, like you know when obama was president there was a lot of um political correctness and yes. being like respect and even like when people are like oh i gotta be politically correct it's like no you just have to be respectful yes like don't get me wrong i make some sexist jokes when i'm with my friends yep. because we get each other yes. we know each other on that level yep. i'm not gonna go to a random stranger and say some fucked up joke to them because i thank don't know you. them thank so you so like it's humor is dead yeah yes it's ridiculous. no it is so true what we say to our friends behind closed doors right joking um things that maybe if we said it, you know, in, in yeah. on a microphone at an anti-illegal immigration rally, not um, okay, and not not okay. But 
I'm sorry, you're at an anti-illegal immigration rally and you say you're a proud racist. Uh, you're saying that stuff, but worse behind closed doors. Yeah. Uh, you making, you know, silly jokes or me making silly jokes with my friends. Um, I would never in my right mind think of ever doing anything mm-hmm. like that. And it's like you, your friends respect each other. Like I respect my friends. I would never say anything that would hurt, like no. mean to hurt them. And they know that. So that's why it's okay because we understand, like we understand each other's pain. So that's why we can, that's human, a way to human, like get over something is to joke about it. Sometimes that's how people let out like things that are happening to them. So like humor isn't dead. I think when people like get all upset about being politically correct, it's like, no, just be respectful. Like that's all we want is to you to be respectful. No, that's exactly what we want. Um, and, and that's definitely got out, gone out the window. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Especially since Trump. Of of course I I ask I ask people all the time, like, um, you know, they like Donald Trump. Right. And, uh, um, and fucking hoorah Trump. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you think our country is in a better place now uh, or four years ago. <laughs> Our country is fucked. They, they, I mean, literally all of them said, say four years ago, but, 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 that's what they say. But, 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 but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you, if you watch on Comedy Central, Trevor, um, no. on uh, the daily, daily, what is the daily, daily show? Daily show. That's yeah. it. Yeah. He has this, one of his guys go out and like, interview people at Trump rallies and oh my God, this shit they say is so funny. They're like, think for yourselves, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, yeah, so think for yourselves. But did you read the the impeachment like trial and all the uh, uh, evidence against him? And they're like, no. Oh, so did you skim it? No, someone else talked about it. Oh, okay, but you said think for yourself though, right? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, think for yourself. But you didn't read it. No. Okay, but think for yourself. Like, it's so funny, the shit that they That's talk about. Fucking and it just shows crazy. you, like, they don't care. They don't care what's right and wrong. They just want a white America. That's yeah. all they want yeah. is a white America. Yeah. Um, do you think when people say that everyone voted for Trump is racist, do you believe that? Um, I wouldn't say that. I just think they're, they don't know anything else. But, like, a lot of the people that go there grew up in a certain place where they can't like get out of a racist family. Like a lot of people, it starts at home. Like you're not born racist. Hell no. It's a learned trait. So it's like when I tell like people that want to defund the police and put it in your schools, I'm like, yeah, we need to do that because people that have her in a a racist family and they go to school that's racist and they don't get a good education or they don't get an education about the truth of what happened in our past, like slavery, all the, all the, um, Holocaust, Holocaust, everything that we've done as a country, you know, even our, the Japanese camps that we had, like everything that's happened here. If you don't put a good education in front of them, they can't grow from their racist family. You know, they just end up just, yeah, they just keep the system, the, uh, what is it called? The, Rotation. The door. I don't know. How's he supposed to know? He's supposed to read your mind. Generation, after generation, they keep the system going. Cycle, cycle. That's the word. Cycle. Yes. They they don't break the cycle at all. So I think it's just all connected. And like, they also don't understand, like they vote a lot of, a lot of Trump supporters will be like, well, he's a businessman and that's why I voted for him. I'm like, he has fucked every business deal he's ever been. At. I was like, do you know Taj Mahal? That was the biggest disaster yeah. in history in the Wall Street because of how fucked over he did everything. He cuts corners. He cuts everything that's important. He defunded our, um, Paris, we got out of the Paris Agreement. We got out of all of our, you know, the pipelines the back. North nuclear deal, yeah. the pipelines, all everything. that shit. And I'm everything. like, he's cutting all, he, he, Defunded the um, uh, pandemic. The, the grant, well, yeah. the Paris, the, the Paris Accord. Yeah, right? Paris Accord and the pandemic. Yeah. Um, the pandemic uh, the, response. Whatever. No, the, the who, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep, right. So uh, he defended World Health Organization. Mm-hmm, yeah, he defended all that shit because they did some shady shit. Yeah, though. because they don't. Oh yeah. They, they, I don't know if it's shady is the right word, but that, not saying that Trump was right. Mm-hmm. You definitely don't think because they do a lot of good. Um, but uh, they, but then they it goes with corruption. Shit. Everything. Of course, you know, it's it's, all, it's just, everything. But he just, uh, you know, I kind of bring it back real quick when. The, the term, right? Go away from Trump. Uh, defund the police. Mm-hmm. They need to come up with a better fucking slogan yeah. because I understand what they mean. They don't mm-hmm. mean get rid of cops. All. Mm-hmm. No, cops are overworked, overbooked. They're sent, um, you know, to, to crime stuff, to, to, you know, abuse stuff, to, you know, this stuff, to that stuff, to that stuff. Mm-hmm. When it's like, no, if you had a system where it's like, uh, you know, someone's calling about, you know, abuse, then you send, you know, some, some type of, I, I don't know, some type of therapist mm-hmm. cop social. type thing right social worker um if you have a crime then you mm-hmm. send the cop right if yeah. you have this person you send to that i mean at least that's what my interpretation of defund the police yeah is. it's it's taking the funds that are you know get putting all this we it's because we one we militarize the police after you know on the war on drugs yep. that's when we militarize the police. bullshit so that's yeah mm-hmm. it was it's right really it was right after segregation was, abol- was yeah. abolished so then all of a sudden there's this war on drugs that's funny thanks nixon and then Reagan solidified it, and then fucking uh, Clinton just gave them all the money. That's yep. pretty much what happened. But they, you know, it's just that's when military it got became militarized. So then, um, you they have all this money to pretty much do whatever they fucking wanted. And then now our social uh, workers are gone. You know, mental health, our health yeah. and care. Like if our health care was better too, like you know, someone that has mental issues and they need to have like you know good mental health health care. They can't do that because we don't have a health system now. Yeah. So like it's everything is just connected and like that goes back to, you know, if we put money in our schools, if we put money in the healthcare and yes. we put money in our social workers, then we can, you For know, sure. start healing this country. Absolutely. But it's just like even if the cops just made it so that they had they just respond to everything. Like they're the only it, place that's open twenty four seven that we can call crazy. to get. But it's just, you know, we also have a lot of racism in the in the system. Yeah. So it's just like now people of color can't call whoever they want. They're just no. stuck with their abusers, you of know, course. stuff like that. It's so. sad. Mm-hmm. It's really sad. The cops are overworked, mm-hmm. right? Um, let's, let's throw like, we get rid of all bad cops, right? Like all fucking racist cops, get mm-hmm. rid of all of them. Still they're overworked. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Not one person, especially when you have what, four months of training. Yeah. They uh, need longer training. Uh, no, I might, my uh, cosmetology license takes longer than it is, you know, to, to go hold to, a gun. To, yeah. to fucking hold a gun and mm-hmm. go training for a cop, right? Which is fucking it's, mind boggling. Yeah. And then they have to take care of all of these different issues when they're not trained yeah, for they're it. They're not. They're yeah. not trained for it. And so it's, and they don't want to deal with it too. Like they don't want to deal with, you know, um, a mental person having a breakdown in the middle of somewhere. Cause like I get it. Some, like when people have mental issues in the middle of somewhere, sometimes they can be dangerous. And I yeah. totally understand that. And no, like I, my boyfriend's dad's a cop. I totally understand what it's like to be in issues, but that's when we need programs that will go out with the cops and help try to calm the situation when they can't. Then that's when they try to like tackle them down, yeah. you know, try to do everything. But it's just, it's, it's a, del- it's a delicate balance. And like, Instead of them trying to like figure it out, they're just like, well, just throw money. More yeah, money. we can't do it. So yeah. <laughs> just, just throw another hundred million dollars, 500 yeah. million, a billion dollars at it. That, that'll really fucking fix it, bro. Yeah. yeah. No, we'll fuck. No, it's not. And it's also like if you look at where the cops are at, like they're not, you know, I live in a really nice neighborhood and I don't ever see a cop up there unless there's not. a situation that yeah. gets called, you know, no. I don't see him patrolling around. So there's not, and I actually, you know, talked to people that worked in the Santa Cruz Sheriff Station, like they're patrolling, but there's a lot more patrolling in Canada country. country. There's a lot more patrolling down here in Newhall. So yeah. it's like, you know, 
It's just because weird, they're right? in front of a black community doesn't mean, you know. Or Hispanic, right? Yeah. It just it doesn't, it, like, it's fucking crazy. But they, uh, it's like bees and honey, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's where they're going to go. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's, it's really, really sad. But that word defund the police um, has ignited, you know, the, the, the conservative party, right? The yeah. right, the Republican party, because they're like, Oh, they want to get rid of police. Toss, right. Yeah. And, and that's what, not it. well, yeah, but kind of bad branding on whoever came up with that word because branding is important. I don't give a fuck if yeah. it's, you know, for a cause or not. Right. Defund the police. They need to switch the word. Um, it's it, just like restructure. They need to restructure. Yes. Well, like the police, right. Yeah. They need to restructure the police, change mm-hmm. the word. Um, but the cause is, is it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense to me um you know especially me dealing i you know i'm manic bipolar i fucking have up and down episodes Mm -hmm. right and um i know that if uh you know i was someone else that was you know farther down line or didn't have structure like i do Mm -hmm. um they could flip out an instant and like crazy shit can happen and a cop is not going to be able to handle it not all Mm -hmm. cops i there there probably are some out there that can right um but they're not and so it's like we need to figure out a better program that is able to uh, take care of these individual issues you know what's actually really funny i was watching um like i want to say last week they had a um zoom session session with the la Excuse me, sorry. They had a Zoom session with L.A. County Sheriff with our chief um, of our department, the whole station here in SCB, and then it's also the commissioner of, you know, L.A. Sheriff. And um, they were telling us that, like, there's this homeless program that only those deputies go out to homeless issues, and, like, they only want to talk to those deputies. They don't want to talk to anybody else. I'm like, well, that's a cool program. Why don't you guys try to expand on that program and make it bigger? And then, like, they were telling us that there's this, like, 1-800-fucking-number to call and complain about deputies that are breaking the law or doing this. I'm like, okay, I've lived here all of my life, and I have never heard that number before. No. no. Never. I was like, you guys have Twitter, you have an Instagram, you have a fucking website, and the website's kind of bullshit because it's the whole L.A. County website, and to get to, like, you have to go through all these hurdles to, like, find anything on that fucking website, but you have an SCV Sheriff's Facebook, you have an FCV Sheriff's uh, Twitter and SCV Sheriff's um, Instagram and same with the Santa Clarita City. They have the same, all those same outlets for social media. You guys can at least put up like, hey, like we want to be transparent. If there's any issues going on in our department, please call this number and put it up once a week. Yeah, absolutely. I don't understand how that's so hard. Like that's what the change we want. Like if you can start making like, it's not even a big step. No, it's it's a baby step. And it's showing us that you want to have a transparent relationship with us. And we want to have like the, the way this country is being run, like a revolution is not long. <laughs> no, I, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely strange mm-hmm. times, you know, definitely uh, fueled by COVID. And then it was just like, yeah. and, and, it, and it's just popped. Um, and it's it's uh, but it, it's it's good to see people out there fighting for, you know, a just cause. Um, we're going to look back, you know, history is going to look back at this time um, and and put it at, you know, a level of like, you know, the shit in the 60s. Right. Yeah. Because of just all the craziness that has been happening um, for you to kind of get back to your story. Has this like always been something part of you, like you know, activism and, and things that you're fighting for? I've never acted upon it too much again, because I grew up in SCV where it's just like, we don't deal with that here. So I don't need to do anything, but I've always like, when I see something, I get riled up and I was like, what can I do? And I'll try to help, but like signing petition or donating somewhere, you know, little things that I can do to help. And then just ever since like, I found out that we have so much shit going on here, like 
I can at least start small here, but there's so much going on in the country. Like, like I honestly think we need to restructure this whole country and I don't think Good luck. like, yeah, I know. Right. Good luck. Good that's, luck. that's hard to do, but yeah. that's why I was like, well, I can at least start here. We can at least try to make a change here yeah. and I can at least do that with the only like way I know how with my filmmaking. So no, it's, that's what I'm trying. It, it really is beautiful, you know, uh, to see more, younger people out there yeah. standing for a just cause. It doesn't matter about the color of your skin. It matters what's on the inside. Yeah, it and doesn't matter your age, sex, anything. No, n- none of that shit. Um, where do you see this going, though? I asked you before, but really, where do you see a revolution really happening? <laughs> yeah, well, I hope so. Like, it's ridiculous. You don't want a revolution like, yeah, I promise. I don't know how much you read on the revolution, but, like, that shit was fucking crazy well like it's just we have such a corporate like it's corporate america and that's they run like there's alec that runs it's a pretty much a golf golf club for all these rich corporations that make bills for the governors to pass and the senate to pass so they make the corporations make bills in america yeah that's how fucked up america is so it's just like we just need to re you know we can start small with you know um, restructuring the police system, putting it funds into the correct places where it needs to be, yeah. and then maybe we can move up. But it's just like I hope, like the FBI is just getting on people for like everything when it comes to um, like they did today when it came to the LA City Council member um, Lewis. I can't remember his last name, but he um, he got arrested today by the FBI because of his you know bribery getting paid off he also had a sexual assault charge and he got Holy shit. yeah and he had a an asian company pay him six hundred thousand dollars and then when he didn't pay the bank for the loan to pay off the settlement for the rape charges then or maybe not rape i don't know if it was full-blown rape or just sexual like misconduct yeah let's find let's find that out if you find it uh daniel yeah. and drop then, it to me and then he uh after that uh you know, he got arrested today with the FBI with that. So it's just like, I hope the FBI keeps going. I hope they go through everywhere. They, even if, even if it's just starting local in LA, like I hope they're just leaving out all the fucking assholes that are getting bought off for shit and not working. Like being in the government is a public service. Yeah. You work for us. Yes. And like we have CEOs in the white house and they don't work for anybody. <laughs> they have a CEO mentality and they work for themselves and they make their own money and they do make their own rules. So yeah. it just sucks that that's what, people have voted into our office people that want to get money and bought out and they don't want to have a public service life. So that's where the revolution needs to be. For sure. Do you think Joe Biden's the one to bring the change Mm. or Bernie Sanders? Well, I don't want a two public. I'm so tired of this uh, this party system. Yes. 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 I could not agree with you more. We need to get rid of it. It just splits us up and it makes it even harder to make any change. Of course. Absolutely. Why do we have a two party? It's like, yes or no, black or white this way or that way. It's fucking chaos. It's so dumb. Uh, I want to bring it back to real quick. uh, What what you talked about. Um, Jose Huzar, Los Angeles city councilman known as the boss uh, was arrested Tuesday on allegations. He masterminded a $1.5 million pay-to-play scheme Mm -hmm. tied to the approval of large building projects. Prosecutors said he and his cronies, including some already charged who have agreed to plead guilty, Mm -hmm. sought to illegally profit from the development of the city's burgeoning um, downtown district. Uh, Him and associates sold themselves to the highest bidder, blah, 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 blah. U.S. Attorney Nick Hanna said in the news conference after the councilman's arrest. Wow. Yeah, it was a lot of shit. I I was actually just got out of my class and I saw it on the news and I was like, oh, I'm so happy I saw this. Thank you. It was insane. Yeah. What? I found that article from St. Louis. It was not as publicly displayed in Los Angeles articles. Isn't? Oh, really? What the fuck? That's weird. I have to say that it it could be just because it's breaking. 
Yeah, it was a breaking news, like it said, breaking news on the Yeah, headline. we still should be able to find that in LA Times or something like yeah. that, right? Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. right? And that shit happens all the fucking Gets time. Smart. Just like the Kike Hernandez um, yeah, story, yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy, that only blew up because one reporter was checking like the, the it's like the police charge, like database yeah. site and he saw like about him and he's like whoa that social worker's been called to that place so many times and this kid's dead now so that blew up only because that one reporter saw it so it's just like we need people looking under the rug and be like what's of here because that's what so i just it's also ridiculous how like trump keeps firing well, people he does. That, need, <laughs> that, that need to that hold him accountable for what he's doing like that's part of our government is we have people that are going to question and bug the shit out of you because that's their job yeah that's what they're supposed to do to make sure you're doing the right thing for the right reasons oh of course and of he's course. firing all of them no and he does mm -hmm. and uh that, fuck that that's um ridiculous. but to bring it back like uh to the two-party system right it's mm -hmm. uh it's 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 fucking bonkers it's right why do we only have these two choices mm -hmm. it, it, it's <laughs> like i'm more of an independent as himself as yeah. I, but i vote democratic because like that's my only option yeah and yeah. i feel like if i don't if i vote and like a lot of people are like we'll vote for independent or something and it's like i would totally vote for independent if everybody else was on the same page about it because like we all need to be like independent that's i just feel like independent is the way to go because you're not thinking like oh well this guy's republican so i'm just going to vote for him regardless of yeah. his fucking morals regardless of how mean he is regardless of what he does regardless of hangs out with sex offenders <laughs> like it's <laughs> we're just gonna vote for him and then like the only option i have is biden like biden's you know biden tries he's done some bad things in his life i don't think he's the perfect savior no. of anything and he's not he's kind of dumb sometimes but he's the only thing we have or Trump, like those are my own yeah, two options. It's, it's so crazy that the democratic party decided to put someone that clearly has early middle stages. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a neurologist, uh, uh stage of dementia. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but I don't really know too much about that. Uh, when, when, when he like... drops the ball on so many important things, um, for the democratic party to then get behind that when there are so many other mm -hmm. options that they could have picked, it is fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, like one of the last days, uh, like everyone that was running that had no clear sign of winning dropped out and got behind Biden. Yeah, I don't know. That Again, I don't know if someone was bought out. I don't know. That's so well, I mean, look what up. happened. I, the thing I was talking about on this podcast is like I didn't understand in 2016 why um, uh, the Bernie Sanders supporters would not once like – he lost, uh, would not get behind Hillary Clinton. Yeah. I didn't understand it back then. Flash forward to 2020 and I was a Bernie Sanders supporter and not because I believed on everything that, um, like his bills and policies, but I believed on the sole fact that when you have a human being saying the same things, you know, consistency mm -hmm. from the sixties to today, mm -hmm. that's who I can get behind. Yeah. Right. Not someone who constantly fucking flip flops Flip -flops. Yep. because mm -hmm. where the money is, mm -hmm. right. Or where this or that's that is. Right. Yep. Um, so I was so behind Sanders and then just when all this shit happened and then the democratic party would not get behind him. Um, he's just too, ah, he's too, he's too left. Like there's too much that know, he wants but, to do. Like, and that's, that's the problem. He can't get, you need someone that can meet in the middle. Like sometimes there's some Republican shit that they'll say things. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Of course. And but then, that's the way it should be. Yeah, right. And, like, and so I just, I wish we had not a party system. That's where the revolution needs to be. Isn't of course how our gov our government is run. It's no, of course. And it, and it really stems with like the congressmen, right? Mm -hmm. um, the, the senators, the, uh, the, those individuals that can turn these things into lifelong, uh, jobs mm -hmm. when, we have a president that's 
either Only four, four or exactly, eight years, yeah. right? It's ridiculous. Why isn't there term limits? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. There, there needs to be. We have to have, you know, um, oh, what was that sir, word? Reuse, recycle, whatever that fucking mm-hmm. the 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 recycle three words are, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's like reduce, reduce reuse, reuse, recycle. recycle. There it is. Boom, motherfucker. <laughs> um, uh, but but it's it's so true. It's like we we have to have that because then you have uh, a lot of these individuals who have new and fresh ideas mm-hmm. and don't get stuck behind the system and the money and mm-hmm. everything that pulls these people in. And yeah. then they're in there for 20, 30, 40 fucking years. And then they're just stuck in their ways because once you get older, you get stuck in your fucking mm-hmm. ways. It's, it's just life. It's bad. So I just, I think we need it. And also like, you know, back then the reason why, again, I'm going to bring this to the, what is it? The second amendment? Is that the guns one? Yes. Okay, Second Amendment. I just want to make sure I said that right. Yep. I'm dyslexic, so I read it wrong all the time. It's all good. Um, they have, you know, it's the Second Amendment is about having your right to own a gun. Yep. And the reason why they did that is so that if the government decided to do anything wrong, we could overthrow the government yes. and change it. The government has nukes. Yep. We are never going to be able to do that with our assault rifles. Of course not. they have nukes. No, not at all. So the Second Amendment doesn't apply now. Like, but, if you want to protect yourself, I'm cool, cool with that. Yes. Do you need a submachine gun? No. Probably not. Probably not. But does uh, a submachine gun... Uh, I, I agree with you. I yeah. agree with you on that, right? Like a fucking, you know, like an automatic weapon. There's just, there's no need to have it, right? Yeah. Um, but fucking, you know, guns, a handgun, a shotgun. Yeah, that's you want to protect yourself. I mean, especially with everything's Lock going it up, on. The, make sure you're safe oh, of mentally. Course. Absolutely. All of, you know, all through, this. And I don't want to take people's guns away, but I, I hope that we could go through a system where it's a little bit more protected. It's of a little course. bit harder for people to get yes. it. If like, again, if we had a better health system and a better um, outlet for mental health issues, a lot of mental health patients won't get their hands on guns and have school shootings, you know, uh, absolutely. And our school system, every, so everything has like, is all connected. Yeah. And once you start changing something, you can change, you can start putting, you know, positive change on everything. And I think our, I'm not saying we need to take guns away, but I do think we need to, you know, rethink our gun system and oh, think about course. how like, you know, if we put a little bit more money in our schools and a little bit our mental health issues and our health care, then we can figure out how to make sure that guns are not in the wrong hands of people and there's not illegal guns in the streets and, you know, with gangs. And of course. No, no. Uh, people building guns at home, printing out uh, guns. Like, well, that's going to be the shit. future. That's That'll yeah. definitely be the future. Um, there definitely needs to be a better system with the guns because mm-hmm. uh, if it's easier to get a gun than it is to get a driver's license, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Mm-hmm. We need to have training we need to have uh you know better background tests yep. we need to have these systems and people go well then they're just gonna you know you know segregate these people can have guns and these people can't have guns well if you have a good system set up then it's not going to be this or that and it's, you don't you, have racist people running the system of course of <laughs> no course. one will get segregated of course abs- absolutely um but to take guns completely away yeah, i don't think that's gonna th- solve anything that that definitely won't right yeah. um because Mass shootings, although they have stopped temporarily, mm-hmm. uh, although I believe there was one just the other day, I don't know how big of a mass shooting was, but that's neither here nor there. Um, they are going to come back. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just watching like the final episode of 13 Reasons Why TV yep. show on Netflix, right? Um, and I don't know, maybe it wasn't the final episode, it was like episode seven or something like that of the last season and uh, the final season and the school, uh, I don't mean to do a spoiler alert, but whatever. <laughs> um, if you listen, turn it off right now and come back in five minutes. Yeah. Uh, and the, the school decided to do like an actual, um, like, you know, gun drill, but 
they sent in someone to like shoot off blanks and like mm-hmm. all this crazy shit where like the kids really thought it was a fucking gun. Mm-hmm. Right. And they really thought there was a shooter in there. Why the fuck is that even like, like even thought of yeah, they're in building, 2020? They're building schools that have like gun protection, like the, 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 layout, the way it's everything. built, like it's a new school getting built and they have like gun drills and gun protection from, for the students built into the school too. And I'm just like, Oh my God, it's fucking crazy. Why do we need this? I, you know, I, I had a, I had one of my old clients. Um, he was a really awesome kid. He was about 23 years old. He had Asperger's mm-hmm. and, um, he told me the story about when he was younger, um, that he was always the kid in the back of the class in high school. And he would, he got made fun of his entire life and there were many times throughout his high school career on um, where he wanted to fucking, you know, take his parents' gun and blow the fucking school up. Yeah. And I asked him, well, why? And he goes, you know, um, he goes, I'm really happy that I, that I didn't. Right. And this was after the soggy shooting that yeah. we were having this conversation. He goes, you know, for me, especially when I was younger, the pain that I felt from all the kids making fun of me, I was so mad that no one stopped or did anything right yeah. that I wanted everyone to feel my pain. And I was like, Oh shit. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of fucking sense. Uh, especially when you have stuff going on in your brain, right. That you can't control. Mm-hmm. And so there are so many kids out there that are going through this because let's be honest, going through high school, I even it fucking sucks. <laughs> like for a lot of kids out there, junior high school, yeah. kids are fucking mean. The, the, your frontal cortex is not fully developed Mm-mm. until you're 25 years old yep. and kids are just fucking assholes. Yep. Right. Um, it, it, they don't know any better, right? Yeah. And especially the environment they grow in and it's like, oh yeah, do this, ha ha ha. And yeah. fucking kids just trying to show how big their shit is. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, no, that's not how it should be. Yeah. But it, we can't change that. But we actually can. We can start educating. Yes. We can create a better system and, mm-hmm. and, and be more open mm-hmm. about this. And therapy is fucking huge. I go to therapy once a week yep. and change my fucking life. Yeah. You To be able to find a good therapist that you can, one- relate, open up with, and, and, and just have that person be there for you and kind of guide you, not hold your hand, but guide you Help you, you understand and make sense of things. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's a big problem again with, you know, like I said before, you know, putting money in the schools, but it's just like school. I was bullied all my life. All my life. I was bullied. I was a weirdo. I was a hyper kid in the class, like doing weird shit. Like I was, <laughs> I was not, I was, I didn't have many friends. That's for sure. But like, you know, I, that I totally understand when he says like I wanted everybody else to understand like my pain because no one did anything. It's like that's where you need to teach your kid. That comes along with parenting and being a good yeah. teacher. Like you guys need to understand like it's not okay to you know to sit by and let this happen. Just no. like our city it, and adults do this. Just like your city council exactly. members, it's not okay to sit by and let this shit happen. It's not okay to sit by Speak up. and let Bob Keller say he's a proud racist. Like yes. it, it goes everywhere. So it's just like. We just all have to start, you know, changing within ourselves, within our homes, within our schools. That's why you're starting so small with hometown because it starts here. Yeah. You know, when I have kids, I want them to be in a town that they're proud of being. And everyone that I know that lives in Santa Clarita is like, yeah, I just didn't want to do anything. Like, I just ignored Santa Clarita and put my attention elsewhere because I don't want to be a part of, I just want to ignore it. And I'm just like, well, if you ignore it, then it's never going to change. Exactly. So you have to be a part of it. No, you have to. And, and. 
you have adults doing it, you have teenagers, you have kids doing it, mm-hmm. you have so many people doing it and just turning a blind eye. You know, if you're seeing someone get made fun of, right, if you're seeing someone get bullied, if yep. you're seeing someone, an adult saying that he's proud to be a racist and yep. at an anti-legal immigration rally, even if you believe like, you know what, illegal immigration is bad, right? So, okay, that's fine. You have that right to that belief. Yeah. I, I don't, that's not what I'm even talking right now. But if you have someone up there saying that they're proud to be a racist, call that motherfucker out. Right. Because I mean, the, the sole fact is like, if you believe that illegal immigration is bad, does that mean you're a racist? No, you just like, there are right ways and wrong ways to get in. Is it hard to fucking get into this place? Absolutely. Right. Could there be better ways? Sure. Yeah. That's not a conversation, but it's a conversation. Right. But to sit there and say that you're proud to be a racist, yeah. I don't give a fuck if you're joking or not. You're at the wrong place. Yeah, the, you the can't wrong be saying time. shit like that. Like, it's, like you're not joking. Just shut the fuck up. Dude. Yeah. Like shut the fuck up. It's so bad. So it, I don't know. I just like all of it when it comes down to, you know, like I said, getting this country and stuff like that. It's just you have to just stand up. Like I saw this post and it was saying, um, it was uh, she was like, if you're white. And if you if you're white privilege, you and you see someone of color getting stopped by the police, you better not stop. You better stop and stand there and watch what happens. And maybe rec- she didn't say record it, but I, in my head I was like, and record it, and yes. be there so that they know that the cops know that you're always watching them. And that's what we need to do. People of white people with white that is white, and people uh, with white privilege need to stand up and be a part of this fight and do what they can to show like I stand with my. My black brother and sister, I stand with my Hispanic brothers and sisters, and I'm not going to let you guys sit here and, you know, fucking shoot them in the back anymore. Like, I'm going to stand here and be with them, and I'll tell them if I see something happening, I'm going to be like, hey, what is he getting arrested for? What's going on? And then if not, if they won't let me, you know, be around that, then I'll just film it. (laughs) Absolutely. You need to. I mean, we would have never found out about George Floyd Mm -hmm. if... if didn't film it. Um, I I do want to ask you this question about George Floyd, and and, um, uh, because... I am so fucking disgusted. Like, I have to say, when, you know, I, I've seen in my life watching um, people be killed on, you know, online and shit like that, videos, and I've seen someone die in real life. Um, I, I remember the day that it happened, my wife and I are sitting in bed, and I didn't know, like, like the full ramification of what happened, right? And so mm-hmm. we're watching the video, and to see the look on my wife's face, because she's never seen it, like, never, 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 never seen that happen before. Like, we shouldn't have to see that. I don't Mm-mm. give a fuck if you're white, black. Like, we shouldn't have to see that. Our, our fellow American citizens shouldn't yeah, have to see soul. that. human soul. Human fucking soul should have to see <laughs> yeah. that. Well, that individual, George Floyd, should have never, yeah. ever, ever uh, been through that. I, I don't give a fuck what he did or she did. Um, any Anyone going yeah. through getting arrested by the cops, he or she, should never have to go through that system. But it seems, uh, and this is where the question is, that the cops are trained to put their knees on the neck. Um, yeah, I don't understand why they do that. <laughs> well, there you go. You kind of just answered my question. Um, why do you think that the training is like that? Like, I don't know. It just... I don't know if it goes back to when they militarize the cops. It's just they don't understand how to handle situations. They don't get enough training for it. They don't know how to de-escalate a situation without, you know. And then people, then, you know, the Republicans will argue, like, well, you should be doing what the cop says. It was like, he was. Like, it was a fucking $20 bill. Yeah. And, like, it's just, you know, if someone, 
like it was like that guy that fell asleep at the drive-thru yeah. and then got shot and stuff. It's like, well, he grabbed the taser and ran and tried to tase him. And I saw the officer go down. I was like, oh, fuck, you don't yeah. fuck with cops yeah, like you that. Don't do that. And so then I was like, but the other cop got out his gun. I was like, well, he should have tried to get out the taser first or something, yeah. you know? And then, you know, call back up and be like, hey, we need to get this guy down. You know, you ha that's why we have multiple police officers so you can find this guy. And then, you know. Yeah, that one was strange. It's and like, you ha I'm pretty sure you have his car so you can get where he lives. Like, there's other ways. Like, if you don't get him, right? If he Just runs, let him go. Yeah, if you don't get him, you'll eventually get him because you have his car and his license plate right in front of you. And then, you know, you'll, or call it back up and you guys will all tackle him down the ground. High speed chases. Yeah. Like, if they're coming, like, just let them fucking go. Yeah. Or but you can't continue to do all this, like, or fucking, like, chase him or put other people's lives in harm. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, from the cops mentality, he's like, well, you we can't let this fucking asshole, you know, drive like this and drive through red lights. Yeah. And it's like, well, how much more damage. Uh, damage are you causing, you know, to other people around as well? Yeah. Right. Um, and I don't know the right answer to that, but especially in that situation. Well, it's just, it's crazy that like cops that are in high speed chases, they end up always tackling the guy to the ground and he never gets, you know, he doesn't get shot unless it's a helicopter. big shootover. Yeah. Like it's just like, I don't understand why any, all the cops can't. And I get there's different situations that happen. And if a cop's life is in danger or danger and a guy has a gun and is shooting at you, like, obviously you're going to shoot back. Like that makes sense. Yeah. But nine out of 10 times the people don't have guns. No. I was like, there's other ways to go about getting it. And like, sure. I don't have all the answers. I'm not a cop. I don't understand. Like, I don't, yeah, I can see. And like, that's what people lack is like, people lack empathy. So they don't see both sides of the story and you have to see, like I get it. The cop is, you know, going on a daily basis. He can get stabbed at any time. He can get knifed. He can get cut. He can get like shot. He can get like tased. He can get all this shit happening. So much shit, yeah. And I totally get that. But then at the end of the day, like he had a twenty dollar bill, and you put your neck, your knee, his knee on his neck, and he was praying to his mom that was dead, saying, you know, mom, please, I'm sorry, yeah. mom. Like, and she was, she's dead. And like, you have a man doing that because you're putting your knee on his neck. Like, that's unnecessary. It and was. that's what we're trying to say is that. And like, I get it. The other cop, you know, when it came to the taser, the guy tasing, like, I can, I can see where the cops thought he was threatened. Yeah. So, but maybe shoot his foot. Yeah. <laughs> like, but they're not trained. They're not trained. Like, they're trained to kill, right? That, yeah. that is like when you fire a weapon. It's you're right then to kill, and there. Right. Um, it, it did, in that situation, did things happen so fucking fast mm -hmm. that he didn't realize that he had his taser? Uh, like, yeah. he definitely shot the guy in the back. Like, that's fucking straight facts. We all saw it. Um, did he not know? Like, I, that just... It, it's yeah that's a fucking hard one yeah another one is like the guy um uh there was a guy during the george floyd um one of the officers i believe that he said something two times and he was like a cop for like three days four days i don't know if you knew about, I that. Know about that now. um and uh and he was saying something to to you know the the to, to siobhan uh the guy that's putting on george floyd's neck um and he didn't even do anything. He yeah. was just sitting there, like, with his hand in his fucking pocket. Like, it was just... He didn't care. Like, nonchalant. It doesn't make any sense. And they worked together, like, as, like um, uh, as security guards, I believe. Dang. Right? That's facts, right? That okay. Is facts. That so, is facts. Uh, they probably never communicated to each okay. other because one was the cop outside and one was the bouncer inside. Mm -hmm. They have worked events together. Okay. That's crazy. That's crazy, right? That's fucking crazy. Like, and that's like Breonna Taylor's problem. Like, you know, it's none of the yep. people are arrested for her getting shot when she was sleeping. And she was fucking like, sleeping. She, how do you justify that? Why you can't knock on a fucking door and like, say, like, I'm coming. Like, I don't get that. I don't get why they came in guns blazing. It's a fucking apartment. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't understand that. And she, like, was a, like, she was a really good citizen, too. Like, she was, like, a, um, 
what is like a model citizen. Yeah, like she, she was. did so she, much shit. Yeah. She was such a good person. Like I was just like, don't understand how she got shot sleeping. Well, cause that no knock warrant thing, right? It's like they can just barge in onto a place, which is not safe for them and not safe for the yeah, people on the I don't inside. Care about that. Like I'm knock, I'm the cops. I'm coming fucking in. Yeah. So then lady's like, no, 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 no. Like, at like least I, say, I get something. it. If it's like a drug fucking ring, meth lab with you know i get that but still then, should knock but like it's because i get it if they too many to go innocent in people if, are killed though yeah if you go into like a meth lab i get like that's the cinematic version of me though for sure like, i get it know, i get it because i gotta I get go it. and sneak like yeah you look quiet. like i get that but you know i just i don't understand like i just think that everything needs to be like looked at by like and i bet if we brought in statistics i bet if we brought in anybody that brings in statistics maybe 20 bucks they'll just be like okay this is why this is happening if you look at all the past of course that's now you know where we're going so yeah. one thing i'm learning in my statistics class is that you got to look at your past to know where you're going and yeah. we don't do that yeah no not at all well i know that two-fifths of cop killings are to to black individuals mm -hmm. but the, can you mind looking up um, what the percentage of black people are that live in the American, uh, that live in America, that live in America, uh, just, you know, whites, blacks, Hispanics. Um, I'd like to know that answer. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just fucking mind boggling. Um, what do you expect to, to get out of uh, with your documentary? I just hope that the city council members listen to it. Um, I hope that they, they just want to change. Yeah. Like they don't have to change overnight. So you can't make, you know, they're fucking old. Yeah. They're not going to change how old they are. I just hope that like this shows people. Um, I know actually this guy, Sebastian, he's running for, excuse me. He's running for something for COC. Um, when it comes to like, I'm not a hundred percent sure of the title. Cause I didn't know that you could get voted into things like that. But I think it has to do with like, um, college admissions and stuff like that to make it fair. I could be wrong. I'll look into it. But he's um, he's running for something because he's he's a big activist out here in SCV. So what's his name? Sebastian. Um, Shout out. Do you yeah. know his Instagram off the top of your head? Not off the top of my head. That's all good. But um, you know he he's trying to run and try to make things better. There's a few. I saw when we were at the protest. I saw this this. Um, I think it was his family. And they're running for city council at SCV, and they saw a little label on the car. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like, we have city people that want to be city yeah. council members that are, you know, they might not be out here protesting with us, but I saw them drive around a little bit and, sh like, have a sign yeah. out the door and, like, saying that they hear us. Yes. That's all we want That's is that we they want. hear us and what can we do to fix this. Exactly. And no one wants – none of them want to do that. They still are arguing with, like, tonight when I was on my way over, they're still arguing – with people that are calling in about things. And it's like, don't argue. Just one, Bob Keller apologized. Two, you guys sat here for 10 years and didn't disagree with anything that he said. So you guys are at blame. Yeah. You guys need to get out of here. You so I just, I hope that this help pushes them out. My dad's like, I told my dad all this stuff and he's like, why don't you run? I was like, Oh my God. Dad. I was like, maybe when I can, maybe when I graduate, <laughs> Alexandra, Alexandra Ocasio-Ortez, did it? I don't know. Was she like 29, 30? Fuck, she's young. Yeah. What was the number? The answer, uh, so as of 2019, it was 13.4%. 13. Comparing it in the 2010 numbers, it was 14.1%. So I'd say roughly about 14. 14%. So 14% of America, um, you know, is, is the black community, right? I hate, I hate it when people, I, I get these arguments on social media where people are like, well, more white people get arrested than black people. I'm like, yeah, because there's more white people in America. No <laughs> shit, you dumb fuck. That doesn't mean anything. I was like, you guys need to learn your numbers before you start fucking throwing facts, like try to throw facts in my face when That's you're wrong. That's crazy. 14%, yeah. so two-fifths of cop killings 
Um, I, damn, that's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Um, that's, that's really sad, but it's, it's people like yourself. It's people like, you know, the people you hang out with. Um, it's like people like Sebastian that, that, that are, you know, here to make real change. And, um, you know, working on this documentary, what has been the hardest part? I'm trying to get people to, um, I'm just trying to get the word out there so people have an outlet to talk. Like, I really want this just to be, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be just them in the frame, them just saying their story. I'll be asking them questions to help, like, them be able to uh, reiterate what they want to say correctly. So I'll be there helping them kind of smooth out their story. But that's pretty much all it is. It's just me, just me behind the camera, them talking about it, me talking to them, and then them letting everyone in the city know what's really going on. Yeah. I mean, I think that this is where a little change can turn into big change Mm -hmm. because if we start at the grassroots level at these, you know, these, these smaller, but bigger cities all around the nation, exactly. That is where Mm -hmm. change. And Mm -hmm. it made me really happy, like seeing the big protests, but the little protests. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, We keep going. I keep going out there with them because I want, you know, I keep telling them like, Hey, if you know anyone, if you know anyone, like I'm out there with my sign, but I'm like, Hey, you know anyone Yeah, come talk to me. But yeah, it's, as I was telling my, some people in my um, our culture, we have, I have a cult, an art class too that I'm taking right now because it's part of my general ed and it's um, a cultures class and a lot of them will be, will end up getting off in tangents about shit that's going on and I was like, it starts like, cause it's kind of crazy how like certain stuff from the past kind of relate to now yeah. and so I'll tell them like, okay, well, you could, we got like kind of in this heated discussion with everybody about like what we should do for change, like what's going on with defunding the police, like what we were talking about, how yeah. I think you should, you know, once you start one place, it's kind of a domino effect yes. and you can start changing everywhere else. And I told him like, and you don't have to, and she was like, well, it's really overwhelming. And I was like, you know, the grand scheme, I think we should, you know, have a government t- makeover pretty much. Yeah. But, you know, that's so huge. And I don't even know where to begin to think about yes. how to change that. So I'm just going to start where I can be local and start at home because that's where it all starts is at your home place. And if you can start there, then you get another small town to change and then you get another small town to change. And then soon you have a whole community and a whole like state changing and then you have another whole state changing and then soon it's a whole country. That's exactly it. You know, we've been so stuck to, you know, the Constitution, these pieces of paper that were Mm -hmm. written, you know, hundreds of years ago. With slave owners. Exactly. It was such a different time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay. Women were seen, not heard. It's, that's fucking crazy, right? That that, that is fucking, and that wasn't that long ago. Um, Joe Rogan has like a joke where it's like, uh, you know, pretty much that we, we've been around like only three people ago. Yeah. Like like literally three, like people live to a hundred, right? So 300 fucking years ago, three fucking people. That's, yeah, three that's generations. how long, right? Um, but there, there have been change, right? There, there has been change, um, you know, throughout these, you know, 300 years in America. Um, do you think that we're going backwards though? Or do you um, think we're going Yes, forwards? I think we were going backwards because we got back into one cutting, you know, with Trump being elected, he cut all of our environmental protection yeah. Anything environmental protection, not just EPA, like anything that had to do with environment, he fucking cut that shit. And like, that's huge. Like we are like, honestly, as my joke that I think COVID was mother nature's like joke back yeah. at us. Like, hi, you guys aren't doing yeah. anything to try to save me. So here's a fucking virus and yes. a plague. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Like, honestly, that's what I think it is. But my, it was funny. My statistics teacher was like, yeah, there's normally an, an outlier plague thing, like something that, um, changes your statistics because it's every hundred years or something yes. big happens and it's yep. like we were waiting for this pandemic to happen i'm like 
And no one, no one government wanted to listen to that. So it's just crazy that like, I think we, we don't really care about, we don't care about like, what was nice about the fifties besides of segregation, sexism and plastic becoming a thing besides the shitty part of fifties. What was cool about the fifties and the twenties even is that they all were looking to the future and trying to make it better. And they're trying to tech like in the fifties was a huge technological revolution and they're trying to advance to the moon. They're trying to advance human mankind into like a, te- like technologically more advanced and the twenties they were trying to like industrialize and that was an advancement. Yeah. Now the only thing that we want to advance is our, our pockets. What about Elon Musk? He's still insane. And I just, what the fuck? He's crazy, dude. He's like, I, I get the space program with him, but like he has some issues. Like what? Like he was, what was it? He was like uh, talking about um, one of the, uh, I can't remember what I was reading about it. I was, I just kind of closed my book and I was like, I got to go to school. So I wasn't really paying attention to it, but it was, it was something about um, uh, how it had to do with like his, um, how he treated his workers and like during the COVID he didn't want to close down. He was like, no, I'm not fucking closing down. And like, he was trying to put all of his workers at risk and he wasn't trying to do any health, like health guidelines. So I was just like, okay, you clearly don't care about anybody but yourself. And like, (laughs) I was like, you are just like, I just, or he thinks it's bullshit. Yeah. And I I mean, statistically speaking, um, not to put down any of the deaths that have happened, Mm -hmm. but to completely destroy the fucking economy Mm -hmm for le- less than one tenth of a percent it is it is mind-boggling statistically speaking yeah. it is we have literally tanked the economy because we thought like in the beginning we thought it was going to be like a spanish flu thing where like mm-hmm. tens of millions of people were going to die but then we started to realize that well no that's that's not the case yes sir i'm so sorry i just want to fact check uh, one thing uh the economy is actually not tanked small business there we uh, go. The economy actually has recovered to a point of Dow 27,000, which all that means is the 1% that have money have it back. Well, yeah. for sure. Absolutely, right? And they're, they, I mean, come on. When protests happen, the stock market goes up, right? Um, and, 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 and that should recover, right? But the small businesses, right, have fucking tanked, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and we don't even understand the full ramifications of what is uh, going to happen for, you know, months or years to come. Yeah. Um, so, you know, not speaking for Elon Musk, but, you know, I've seen a lot of his stuff is that, you know, he didn't want to get behind stuff that he thought was bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm this once again is not to put down any of the lives, um, that, that have died. Um, but you know, when the common flu kills, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, upwards of 60,000 people a year. And when it kills more younger, not more younger kids, but it's, uh, it is more deadly to younger kids, uh, than COVID. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a lot to say as well, well too. And also, we don't tank the economy over the in- influenza. But there's a different things like the flu that was like sixty thousand a year. This is over two hundred thousand within two months. That's the difference. Straight facts, right? Yeah. Well, you're 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 at, you're absolutely correct. But what are the the long term ramifications of these small businesses going under? It's going to be fatal for them. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, they're saying, statistically speaking, 30 to 40% of small businesses will be wiped yeah. off the face of the planet. That is, that that's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And so you're going to have a lot more issues um, on the back end. So it's like, where do we stand, right? Well, it's, it's like, just, it just sucks. Cause like, honestly, like it's hard to debate how to do this 
because because the fact that it's two hundred thousand people died already over the short few months of this versus you know if we didn't close down like would that have doubled would that have tripled like it's hard to tell like because we don't know for sure but we should have been smart like at this point it's like okay if you're more susceptible older generation Mm -hmm. like let's segregate you know i hate that fucking word but let's split right the the people that can work against people that can't as soon as you start splitting up people we were actually talking about this today is that as soon as you start splitting up people and putting them somewhere else like one person gets it that whole area is fucked once they're all together. For sure. And that's yeah. what happened in the nursing homes. Yeah. But I, I don't mean like that. I don't mean to put them in one place, but yeah. say, hey, you know, the older generation, right? And people that are more susceptible and have yeah, immune disorders, the yeah. underlying conditions, mm-hmm. you guys can stay home, right? Yeah. And then, you know, other people, let's get people back to work. Yeah. Um, no, I totally agree. But mass yeah. social distancing, be smart about things. It just right? sucks because, like, you know, everything's so dirty. <laughs> like, theme parks are going to, like, theme parks are having a lot of issues right now because, like, that's just a cesspool of germs. Same right. with cruises and airlines. Like, it's just like, it's insane. It's just like, we depend on so much stuff like that. But it's also like, the reason why small businesses are tanking is because corporations also have a hold on everything. For sure. Where if we didn't have like Walmart, Target, all those corp- grocery stores, and we just had like locals, farmers, market that thrived, I guarantee you our small businesses would be fine because it wouldn't be. Um, it would be they, more spread out. Yeah, it would be more spread out and they don't have to, we wouldn't have to rely on the grocery stores and we can rely on, you know, the small businesses instead. And so I honestly think that we, again, corporate America, like I fucking hate corporate America like yeah. with the passion. Like yeah. I, they are the root evil of this country. It starts with them because they have their claws in everything. And, and like, I love Walmart. Don't get me wrong. I shop at Walmart all the time and it sucks because it's cheap, but they, you know why it's all cheap is because they also do labor through the prison system. So again, it's all connected. So it's, Sucks sure. so much. So no, it's a, I just it's I wish cycle. I honestly think that what would the COVID did suck for small businesses, but I think what would help small businesses more would be to get rid of our reliance on like the grocery and like also grocery stores. So much shit you get in the grocery store, all that is plastic pollution, and you know we're using so many resources just to stock your for fucking sure. fridge for a week. Yeah. Where if you shopped a local farmers market, you can get veggies and fruits, everything you need for you know, cheap. Oh, of course. Absolutely. And then also like the food that's processed. People are, oh my, well, that's it. That, you know, that's kind of the one thing that's really been crazy during this whole COVID thing is Mm -hmm. like vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. Why aren't we talking about immunity? Why, Mm -hmm. you know, why aren't we talking about, you know, things to take care of ourselves, things to uh, boost our immunity, Uh, you know, vitamin C, vitamin D, uh, eating healthy, working out, Mm -hmm. uh, being active. Um, But the government has said none of that. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, I think it has to do with, you know, I do think kids should get vaccinated don't get me wrong i know there's a lot of people that say links to autism but i don't think it does personally no i I think you like measles all all those vaccines that we have they're good for a reason they're very good once we get a covid vaccine i think we should all take it but i think that if we you know besides processed meat that gets like it's so gross how much like if you watch there's so many documentaries I watched on it and it's just so bad how the meat is processed how it's like there's so much crap that's in the meat and then how they're feeding the animals and then also that has to do with like the vegetation they have to feed their animals and so there that's a shit ton of um agriculture that just gets fucking burned because of the animals that they defeat yeah. like there's this one small island that we learned about off the Pacific uh, Pacific Islanders and it's like it's spelled M-O-A-I, and I can never pronounce it, but it's Moi? like, yeah, Moi or Maui or something. Maui and Hawaii? No, no, it's like oh. Maui or something. It's okay. M-O, it's either M-U-A-I or M-O-A-I, it's something like that, and I learned about it. In Where a, is it? 
It's in, it's not um, next to like Hawaii. It's a little bit further than that, I think, or somewhere. Is it it's with a, the human figures? Yeah. M O A I Moai. 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 Yeah. Moai. Yeah. And they right. have the big face stones. Yeah. 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 yeah that yeah, place. Yeah. Okay. So the reason that we, I watched this documentary on like why that civilization civilization got like wiped out pretty much is one it had to do with the little fucking white people going and stealing them for slavery Woo. you know taking over stuff Jokes. like that but they had um also they brought over all these sheep to like herd and they yeah. just destroyed the farmland and yeah. they destroyed everything in the island and if you look at the ancient like like ruins not really ruins but they're the ancient leftovers it had like all these places where they would farm their trees that would support like the water that they drank the food that they made like yes. on the shelters they made from the trees so like they had this really good agricultural system and then they brought in on these sheep to herd and it just wiped out everything so it's just like con- considering we have to mass produce food in grocery stores for people sucks and that's like destroying one our planet then we have plastic wrapping everything in it yep. and that's destroying our planet and then you have grocery stores that has all this waste and stuff and then if you just did farmer's market you know then it would be a lot cheaper a lot healthier no more um you know if you brought your own little bags to yeah. to shop in it like little net bags to put your fruit in then you wouldn't have so much waste that the grocery stores bring out so it's just like People are lazy. Mm-hmm. People like the click of a button. And they then, like the click of a mm-hmm. button, getting it delivered to your house in a day or two, mm-hmm. which is going to get faster and faster. And um, yeah, just just people as, as a fucking Well, old. honestly, if you get it shipped to your house, it wouldn't be as much waste as I think it would be as it would in the grocery store. Because one, you wouldn't have over oh, of course. overstocking. For and sure. then you wouldn't have all this individual wrapping inside a big box that's individually wrapped and all. Yeah, the but then the shipped. jet fuel is terrible, right? So it's like, it's, like, it's like a fucking never-ending cycle. Yeah. And so it's like, what's good, what's bad? And I don't think, um, you know, every... Uh, you know, corporation is is bad, right? I, I personally don't think everyone, but I do think a majority of them are. And then what yeah. happens is even if it's something that started out, you know, good, right? You had, uh, you know, pick someone, you know, running it, starting from the beginning, they were a high school student or college student and they turned into this and it fucking grew. But then eventually company gets so big that you have a board. Yeah. And then that's where shit really starts mm-hmm. to get fucking crazy. What's the bottom line? That's all they care about. Exactly. After that. Exactly. I mean, you look at Walmart, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, once Sam Walton passed away, you know, the gentleman that founded Walmart, um, it, it all went to shit. It all went. I remember back in the day when we were really excited about a Walmart coming to town. I yeah. remember the one right up in Steamboat Ranch, Ranch was, yeah. I was fucking elated. Right. Yeah. And now I don't fucking ever go to Walmart. Like, fuck that. Like it's, I'm, I'm sorry to anyone that really shops there, but I yeah. just don't, if I'm going to go to one of those places, I'm going to go to target, which is a lot nicer. Yeah. Um, now wh- why is that? Well, because you know, Sam's kids, you know, care about the bottom line. They just fucking want to stack their pockets. Mm. What did Target just do, right? They raised their minimum wage to $15 an hour all across the U.S. When we have a minimum wage at $7.25, that is a federally, uh, you know, something put $7.25 an hour. I, and I then get, rent is a grand a month. Yeah, Makes sense. It's like, it's like, and it's like, you know, and that's like rents a grand a month fucking in, um, I don't know, Bakersfield or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Maybe it's more expensive, but even somewhere like Kentucky or Mississippi, right? I mean, rents maybe $700 a month, $800 a month, you know, for a one bedroom. And they make even less over there. And they're, they're making $7 and 25 cents yeah. a fucking hour. Yeah. Or uh, I guess Walmart pays them $11 an hour, but $15 an hour, you know, with $700 a month rent. 
That's a little bit better. That's definitely a little bit better. And they set a precedent, right? And especially what was awesome about it, right? To stick up for a corporation, right? I'm sure they've done a lot of bad too, but Mm -hmm. um, during COVID, right? Where places got, you know, hit or whatever you could say, you know, but it's definitely a fucking scary time. Um, and, and people are losing money, but I know it's affecting more of the small businesses, like uh, Daniel said, which is true. Um, but a lot of companies are kind of doing cutbacks and things Mm -hmm. like that. They're like, no, fuck that. We're going to raise it, you know, $15 an hour, right. Which is, it, 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 puts a stand, right? And then eventually all the other companies are going to have to do it. Um, $15 an hour really ain't shit in Santa Clarita or Los Angeles, right? But, um, but it's, it's definitely a start because there's a lot of other places than California, California, right? Um, yeah, it's just fucking mind boggling. Uh, for you, where do you see your life going in the next, you know, five years? Well, now that I bashed all the corporations in America, um, <laughs> <laughs> Boom, bitch. we'll see where I can go. Now yeah. I hope I, I hope I can, you know, I, I have a really good idea for this, um, transmedia whole world thing and I want to build a water park and I, I have this, all this big ideas that I want to do. So hopefully you guys will see me. Yeah. How's COVID going to fit into that? That'll be, that's the years down the yeah. line. <laughs> Cause I don't have any, I have so much. Why a water there. park? Well, like there's a, there's a, there's a show that's going to revolve around the water park. I want the water park to be built and I want it to be a production friendly water park so that we can shoot on there while there's people in the park and then people can come visit the park. Cause it's with yeah. people that they love. And then I have like, it's this whole story world where like all these different stories can contribute to everything. But I start, my idea started with a show in a water park and like, it's just grown from there. So that's like going to be my baby eventually. So hopefully when that happens, you guys will see it, but I definitely plan on winning a fucking Academy award. Why do you care? Cause I just want the fucking white old men (laughs) of the Academy to suck it. (laughs) (laughs) I hate them so much. It just sucks. We just have, it's such a male dominated industry and especially directing and like any, anything that a woman gets directed, it's never like little women was so good and it got no recognition at the Academy Awards and it sucks. Did it get nominated? Yeah, I got nominated, but it didn't That's get recognition. Mm, I think it's any, I mean, it didn't win fuck. anything, I think, except for like some bullshit thing, like wardrobe or some shit like but that. But it still won. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, not, not to, that, I'm, I'm not to put, you know, anything. Cause I understand exactly yeah. what you're saying. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I do like to do that. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter, but you're correct. Right. Yeah. There needs to be more opportunity. Um, especially for, for, people for people of color yeah. too. It was great. I was happy that, um, parasite won a lot of stuff. That like, was so wrong. fucking good. I was happy with that, but like 19, <laughs> uh, what was it? 19, 17. That 1917, that like good. it was good, but and it was like really cinematically beautiful. But it was a fucking saving Private Ryan for this generation in a different world war. Like that's all it was. Was he went to go get his fucking brother in a platoon and tell them not to do it. Saving Private Ryan was getting fucking Private Ryan and his platoon out of where he was. It was literally the same thing, different different world war, just for 2020, and it won. All these awards for it. Same with Parasite, which is really good. But Little Women got ignored. And that was such a great story. And it had a big leading cast for with, with women. And it's just like, all that shit gets ignored. Isn't it Little Bites, though, at a time? Parasite winning, right? Yeah, no, it was that, great. That's fucking yeah. huge. But that's my point, is yeah. I want to be a part of that change where we, yeah. you know, women are winning more, and people of color are winning more, other, you know, other, um, like, it was so great to see that. Um, a different language movie. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, a foreign I, I, movie yeah, was actually winning. Movie, it didn't just film. win foreign film; it won yeah. best film, yeah. which was really exciting. So that was cool. I just hope that 
We yeah, keep more, getting in more, that direction. More, more. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think as, you know, evolution doesn't stop. Yeah, right? and they're all getting really right? old, so they'll probably so, die off. Yeah, and so you have the new generation, <laughs> yeah. you know, people your age, people my age, um, you know, looking at the world differently, yeah. right? Um, you know, as we get older, you know, our views might change a little bit, but, you know, once you get into your 30s, you know, it, it, you're, 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 you're kind of roughly there. You got yeah. a strong rough estimate of who you are. At least I think. Yeah, no, know. definitely. Um, and so me being at 33 years old, um, I definitely look at the world different than, you know, some of the older generation. Um, but I do believe with these small bites, these small changes, because a foreign film has never won. Yeah. Right. I, I, for best picture. For yeah. Best picture. Right. Um, so for it to win that, that is fucking huge. Yeah, it was really right? cool, yeah. Um, did you see the TV show Hollywood on Netflix? Mm-hmm, I loved it. Yeah, it's it was really so great. fucking good, it was right? so great. So it's like, damn, shit was like that. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't that it was long so, ago. My favorite thing about that is that um, they all were nominated. Everybody of color, of different race, everybody was nominated. And then the white boy that was nominated didn't win. Yes. That's yeah. what I loved and the most about huge. it. I was like, fuck yeah. And that was, I mean, that, that, I don't know. Fuck that. That was, that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Right. But not really. Right. It in the whole scheme of things is not, not that long ago, yeah. but like that is where the change started. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it's, if, if you look at life, um, at kind of from a bird's eye view, and then you look at kind of like a stock market, right. It, you know, you'll have these ups and downs, yeah. but if we're, you know, up and down, up, 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 right. There, there, there is change. So I do believe, especially with the black lives matter movement, especially with everything going on, there is real change that is happening. And, um, I, I believe it in every ounce of my bone and, um, you know, who knows what, you know, the next five, 10, 15, 20 years look like, but I like to believe that from that bird's eye view that it's, you know, still going. I really hope we keep going. I hope we just take back what happened the last four years. Yeah, but you can't, but but it's a learning lesson, right? You you can't, you can't take back what, you know, um, there, there have been, you know, good presidents, there have been bad presidents, right? Um, right. What? (laughs) So we've had a lot of bad ones. We have, we have had a lot of bad ones, but, um, you know, we do get bleak moments of, of good presidents. Um, and, and, just because you're a good president doesn't mean you make bad decisions, yeah. right? Because you do, right? Just because you're a bad president doesn't make that you make, you know, some good decisions along the way, right? Because um, I'm sure if you looked at everything Donald Trump has done, yeah, as every some. single, I'm, you know, there are some little bits and pieces, at least in my opinion, that that, that have been good, right? Little bits and pieces, yeah. right? Let me emphasize that. Little bits and pieces. Um, but but that being said, uh, you know, that's, that, that's life. So, you know, maybe this is a wake-up call um, for America yeah. because, uh, you know, at least for me, for the longest time, I looked at America uh, from my point of view. But America's fucking huge, right? There are many states, mm-hmm. many different views, many different places. Um, but I do think with time, uh, we are getting better and better. Yeah, and that's uh, where empathy comes in too. Like, you need to empathize with your fellow person next to you. Or it else you can, you're not going to move forward. No, you, you have to. You know, Sometimes we, we, we can't always see from the person's eyes, but we can put ourselves in their shoes. Yeah, we can try. We can try, yeah. right? And we can listen. You know, there is, especially with social media, there's mm-hmm. a lot of screaming and yelling going on. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to listen. We need to talk, right? That's why, you know, I like to use this podcast as a platform uh, for everyone, right? I want to hear everyone's thoughts and ideas um, from this side and that side. Because if we do more conversations like yeah. this, like, you know, I have, you know, I everything that we've talked about, right? I don't agree with. Yeah, we've right? had a good conversation. We've had a really good conversation, yeah. right? But 
a strong majority of it, I'd say we're pretty fucking spot on, yeah. right? But that's okay, right? Because we're talking. So someone from the other side, right? If we can have this conversation, if we can have open dialogue more like this, then I think it's the, you know, we, we progress as a society. Yeah. And that's my favorite thing about art is like, art is a, a lot of people, a lot of things that piss me off of when people are like, Oh, you're, you're a filmmaker, you're an artist or you're a sport. You play sports. Don't fucking talk about politics. It's like, that's the whole point of art is so yes. it pushes a conversation and tests like human boundaries, human limits, like your perspective on things. It makes you think a different way. It makes you act a different way. Like it makes you feel something different, like music, filmmaking, and then anything that's like a sculpture or a piece of art on the wall, like it makes you feel a certain way. And that's what yeah. it's meant to do is push a conversation about something. That's what artists wants is for you to see something that you might not have seen before and then be like, Oh, well, why is that? And then now you start pushing a conversation about something that's important to that person, you know? So absolutely. A lot of great music, a lot of great mm -hmm. art, a lot of great movies have done that. They have push the ball enough to where people start to have this open conversation. Yeah. So I, I, I personally don't think we're going to have a revolution because I do think there's a lot of bitch Yeah, I don't think people. we all we will either. I, I just think a lot of people are too scared. Like, you know, the people from the 1700s, they were gruff. I mean, I don't know if you know, but a lot of the people, um, even on, not even on, a lot of people that, you know, fought for America, George Washington's army, they were barefoot yeah. in the cold and the fucking heat. Mm -hmm. and, and they they fucking did. A lot of them froze to death. A lot of yeah. them died from hypothermia, just fucking walking the treacherous miles to, you know, build this nation of ours. And you could say it was built on this or built on that, but, yeah. um, you know, and I wouldn't disagree with you on those things, but we're here and I can't fucking change that. Right. Yeah. I was born here. Um, but it, people today don't understand. Some people do, but there are a lot of people out there that I just don't see them, even though they're so strong in their beliefs, yeah. uh, they're not going to, you know, do this, um, over it. And, and I really hope there isn't. Yeah. I fucking hope there isn't. When I, when I, when I want, what I want for revolution is like people to go into the system and just fucking blow it up. Yeah. Blow, blow it, it up, up, change it up, switch it up, do everything to like make it just, we need to destructure it and then restructure it. Yeah. I believe in decentralization. Yeah. You know, I, I don't believe in, uh, you know, the centralized source of power, you know, this, this one person, this one way to get in one way to get out. That's why I'm a mm -hmm. huge believer in Bitcoin, right? It's not controlled by government. It's not controlled by a foreign adversary. It's controlled by the people. Um, and you know, we have these currencies all across the world. Um, ours, you know, fucking federal reserve. And you could say, Oh, well, it's not part of America. Fuck you. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, that have the ability to print and print and print and print and print and print as much money as they want. Um, look at a country like Zimbabwe before they, they changed their currency. They had hundred trillion dollar bills. I used to carry one around in my pocket oh, yeah. that was worth less than a fucking piece of toilet paper. Yeah. All right. So, uh, you, you, you have these systems, right? These centralized source of power, they're just going to fuck it all up. So you have decentralized sources of power where the community comes together. It is a community thing. It's a yeah. grassroots project. And that, I mean, I think that's happening and you know, I don't know what's going to happen with this whole BLM movement, but I do like to believe that it is, I mean, I don't give a fuck if you're left or right. When you saw what happened to George Floyd, yeah, like you that knew was that was wrong, yeah. right? Um, you knew that was wrong. And uh, so it starts to open that conversation. And so we'll see where it goes. Um, as, we, as we start to wrap this up, um, for you, what has been, you know, kind of the hardest thing? Uh, you know, you're white, I'm white. For, for standing for something that, you know, you're not black, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're not, I'm not fucking black, obviously, but 
you are an activist. You are pushing um, a, a positive message. What has been the hardest thing for you because you're white? And I know I asked you earlier, but I want to ask you again. Um, honestly, there hasn't been a lot of, I would say, hardness about it is because, you know, I'm. someone talked about it saying during the protest that we're in a, you know, a quarantine, so we have the time to go out and protest and they don't want us to fall back into the treadmill of yeah. being too busy at work. So that's luckily we're not dealing with that right now because no one, everyone has the time to handle this. So I think also being what, like, I don't mean to pull this card, but what helps me understand a lot about what my, you know, I can't understand completely what they're going through. Cause obviously like I've never had any issues with like the police, like yeah. anything, like I haven't been oppressed, but I have been oppressed as a woman. Yeah. So I totally can understand, like I can, I can, start to feel or start to try to understand their pain because I've been oppressed as a woman before. And I totally have a future of dealing with an industry that is male dominated. So I do have, you know, a lot of work ahead of me. So that's probably why I'm in this fight with them is because I can, I can stand with them and be like, I don't fully understand what you're going through. I grew up in like, a sheltered white Santa Clarinian girl. So I understand, I don't understand like your issues and like your pain that you've gone through your whole life. And I can never understand but I see it happening all around me. And so I, and I'm not just going to be ignorant to it and I'm going to accept it. And I'm going to, you know, accept my white privilege and I'm going to use that back at the system. And I'm going to be there for my people, like people that don't have that. And so that's kind of why, like I get, I, I'm not afraid to stand up for this stuff because I'm white. And so I'm going to like, if, if someone, if someone of color really wants to say something, I'm going to be right there in front of them, like with them blocking them and yeah. letting them say what they want. I'm not going to be afraid to get in someone's face because I'm white, you know, that, like that's don't be a bitch, right? Don't yeah. be a bitch. Like if you believe in this, who gives a shit what color you are? Yeah. If, like it, it takes, it takes a fucking community. It takes yeah. a fucking village to mm -hmm. push this because for too long, too many people have been oppressed yep. and it is time to stand up. And yeah, you are not the type of person that, you know, Oh, black out your square son, you know, or no, I didn't Tuesday. deal with that. It, it, I didn't do that. And regardless if you did or didn't, you know, there's a lot of people that are just posting and the next day. They're not going to talk about it. Yeah, right. No. Um, and obviously that's, that is definitely not you. It's really impressive to see, you know, someone at 26 years old standing up for something that they truly believe in fighting for a cause. Um, yeah. You should see the girls that are running like the SCD for change. Like I, I've been talking to those girls cause I'm people come and talk to them yeah. like, Hey, I had this happen to me. I'm like, send them to me. Like yes, forward yes. them my, my app baby thing. So they like, it's cool. Like they doing these like live feeds about the budget for Santa Clarita. They're like breaking down things for Holy people. Shit. They did the, um, Juneteenth celebration at Bridgeport. They yeah. did that. So it's just like the, and these girls are even younger than me. So it's like a lot of them are like fresh out of high school, senior in high school. So it's like nice to see that like the younger generation is like, all right, we're fucking done with this bullshit. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. We're fucking yes. going to stand yes. up to this. So I hope that like my, like our generation, the people that are in the thirties and the late twenties, like, if you can, you know, if you're going to be running for office, Ooh, excuse me. If you're gonna be running, there it is. <laughs> if you're going to be running for office, if you're going to be doing something of change, like, just fucking do it and like you're gonna have the young people behind you supporting you and that's the future of your votes it is not the is. old white racist no. asshole that's <laughs> flipping no. us off at our t at our it's protest fucking crazy that's yeah. why i didn't understand why uh the democratic party didn't get it behind bernie sanders i understand why they didn't yeah. but there was a huge younger generation that behind him behind yeah. him right and the fuck man that's how obama won the younger generation we got out there we yeah voted. i we voted stood. when i was fuck. yeah i was 18 years old i was fucking getting out there talking to people i was fucking 
it was the first time that I had the ability to Me vote. Me too. His right? second term is when I was like, I'm going to fucking yes. I'm gonna be a part of this history. Yes, you know? yes, so yes. It was, felt so fucking yeah. good. Like right? he did bad things, don't get me wrong. I was of like, course. Obama was a bad president. Yeah. I was like, you know what? He was at least a decent human being. Like Listen, he's better yes. than what we can say for now. A hundred percent. Like I said earlier, just because you're a good president doesn't mm-hmm. mean you don't make bad choices, yeah. right? You're only one person. Yeah. Right? You got to look at it as a whole, right? Yeah. And that's just how, how we are as human beings. We make bad decisions. I've made a fuck ton of bad choices in my life. Does that mean I'm a bad person? No, no. absolutely not. Especially if you looked at it for only eight years. No, look at it as a whole. Um, That being said, I want to thank you so much for coming No, thank you guys so much. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate it. It's been really fucking cool uh, to talk to you, to hear you, to hear your story. You're going to have a really bright future ahead of you. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Continue doing what you're doing. You too. You keep fucking making this platform for people. I love it. I yeah. was like, fuck yeah. Yes, absolutely. If there's anyone um, that is uh, true to your heart that you think would be good on here, I'd love to talk oh, to them. Oh, cool, yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. My door's always open. Yeah. All right. All right, all right, all right. Thank you so much for listening to Back to Your Story. Have a good night. Peace out, motherfucker. <laughs> Wowzers. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I want to thank Amanda for coming on to share her story. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. It helps the podcast grow in a major way. And if you want to watch these podcasts in the video version, go to our YouTube channel. Use the link bit.ly backslash btystube. So that's bit.ly backslash btystube. And remember, new stories premiere every week. Smooches!